Hi there, my name is Christina. My name is Ignacio. And you're listening to International Love Story, a podcast about long distance relationships. So, Nacho offered me in November 2016, while sitting in the underground line in New York, to get married. I did. And we agreed on getting married if nothing else is going to work out. So it didn't. I still applied for a few jobs, but um, didn't get any response on my application. It was kind of a bet, like get a job or get married. Yeah. I didn't have another chance kind of thing. Well, no, yeah. We're just joking around. Just... I would I would always do it again. So it was one of the best decisions in my life I made. I hope not to kind of agree on that. Yeah. But by the look in his face, he does. So, yeah. Um, so in the end of 2016... We actually, yeah, planned on getting married because um, marrying, um, like we did, wasn't that easy. You need a bunch of things to consider. This is also why we hired a lawyer. Basically, yeah, talked to him for 20 minutes or something, 20 or 30 minutes, um, trying to figure out how and where, and uh, all the details. Um, marrying in the US wasn't an option. Right. Um, after talking with our lawyer, that really that option really didn't gain, gave us enough confidence to, to move forward with it. Yeah, because that would mean that I would have had flight to the US with my tourist visa and they would have most probably gotten suspicious afterwards when we or when I applied for the L2 visa, which is basically the other part of the visa Nacho had at that point. He had the L1 visa and I was supposed to get the L2 visa after we got married. Well, yeah. I mean, you can imagine how it would look like to a visa officer. You enter in the country under tourism and vacationing reasons, and then getting married after three days. I don't think there's much people that do that. Or, I mean, mm, it's risky. I don't know. I, I don't know anyone who would have tried. I mean, most probably can find out few people who did it yeah. um, by, by, by finding them online. It was an instant crush. Yeah. 24 hours and I yeah. asked her to get married. And that would have gotten suspicious. So um, US wasn't an option. No. Nacho checked um, Argentina as an option. Um, mm -hmm. It would have been easy, right? But what was the issue again so, so. Argentina? Um. So, after calling several numbers, because, yeah, it wasn't too clear uh, where should I call, um, they mentioned that we needed to, well, 
sign some papers, obviously, typical marriage papers, and uh, getting a blood test, even. That's so, true, the blood test, so we're not related to each other. Mm. That needed to be checked. Um, also, I think they had, like, waiting list of, like, three months. Yeah, the, that would have been the problem, but the problem was at that point that um, me going to Argentina for more than four weeks would have been a problem. Certainly. They would have taken the blood out and made a test and everything. That takes at least two weeks. Mm -hmm. So Argentina, no option. Germany, <laughs> guys, no option. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you have a lot of time. Um, they ask a bunch of papers for Nacho. So, yeah, they wanted everything to be translated into German, with what would have been a problem. But um, they needed a notarial certification of, for example, the birth certificate. So that would have mean that Nacho should have flew to, or would have to flew to Argentina, to get um, this documentation, um, but it's nothing you would do like within just a few weeks. Um, it would have taken months, especially in Argentina, because the system, I mean, there is just different to what I'm used to here in Germany. So all in all, the Germany asked for a bunch of documents um, and I'm pretty sure, like, just collecting the documents and translating them, um, that would have taken, like, most probably, or minimum, six months. Mm. So, what happened then was, I was telling a co-worker of mine about our situation. Mm. And he told me, like, hey, why aren't you checking if there's a way for you guys to get married in Denmark? And Who was her? Natalia. Natalia gave you the idea. Yeah, Natalia gave me the okay. idea. Okay, <laughs> greetings to Natalia. Kisses. Um, she gave me the idea. She told me that she has friends. One is from Germany, the other one from Russia. They had the same problem and they got married in Denmark. And first I was like, not really... Um, seeing it as an option because well that it would have just been too complicated this is what I thought but apparently what I didn't know at that point um, I learned after I gathered together some information Denmark was it's not anymore by the way but it was the Las Vegas of Europe um, we only needed two documents yeah. um, easy Yeah, so and so. I mean, I was yeah. stressed out at that point already. Truly. I mean, planning any event with that amount of people, it's... Uh, and I mean, with that much significance, obviously, as well. I was under, under a lot and of stress. Under a lot of stress, I imagine. Yeah, because yeah. I had the, the big task to take care of all the documents. Uh, we sent the documents from Germany to Miami, Miami, Argentina, Argentina, Miami, Miami, Germany. Um, and the thing was also that I knew at that point, after we will get married, I will fly to Miami. Right. And I didn't like Miami still. I didn't like Miami. 
and everything just freaked me out it was just too much in a very short period i mean we're talking about three or four months we like the moment you um proposed to me without proposing that was in november and um, after all we got married in march so that was just not so much time in between to overthink stuff so i just had to to go with the flow and to trust my my feelings and um a lot of decisions um i made and i still make are decisions i'm making by heart and my head most of the time of course um, is playing a role as well but my heart is talking and my heart is making the decisions but it can be very very overwhelming if in some moments and at that time in a lot of moments um the head suddenly crashes in being like hey did you really think that through did you think and if and i was just overwhelmed by everything and I'm so proud of ourselves that we managed the way we did and we did perfect. Um, the communication between Nacho and, and me was just great. Um, he tried to help me a lot, even though if he couldn't. My mom helped me a lot with everything. Um, friends of mine as well, because they basically had always an open um, ear for me. Um, so it's not they easy. try to support me as well, yeah. It's not easy when being a, an international couple, people ask if you are sure of the step you're going to make. And I mean, we how, how many times did we saw each other before actually? Getting married? Yeah. Four times. For about two months. Not even, maybe five weeks. So in a way, you could say we moved fast. But at the same time, we were in a relationship for one year and we knew each other for already two years and we talked almost every day. So for us, I think it was not easy to to hear from people that were seeing it from outside, like, are you sure of what you're doing now? Yeah. In my case, I had a few of those questions and I always answered with, I am pretty sure this is what I want. I want to live with her. Um, um yeah. I got the same questions as well. Mm, I have one friend and nowadays she she loves Nacho, but um she was like a lion mom because she was very worried about our decision and about um how it might develop and um she I I lived together with her so we would talk quite often about that topic. And of course, you have, or you're asking yourself a few questions as well. I mean, yeah, I'm very open-minded. Um, sometimes I'm quite naive. Um, but of course, I would like, I would say, oh, I'm, I wasn't worried at all. And hearing other people, friends and family members um, being worried about you and questioning your decision wasn't easy um luckily most of my family members and friends were very very supportive um because they know me and they know once i make a decision 
I just go for it 100% and I know what I'm doing. And uh, the same uh, with that decision. It was a huge step. Do you think it was rushed? It was rushed. I never wanted to get married, actually. I never had the feeling or the desire, of course, well, maybe when I was 16, yeah, I might have thought about right. it. Right. Um, I was 25 when Natch and I got married. So it was until you knew me. Yeah, I, <laughs> because you say it's so easy, but I used, you know that, Miamo. Um, the first time I saw you, um, our first date, I saw you and... You wanted I... to have my kids like that. <laughs> Maybe not like that, but uh, afterwards I dreamt a couple of times that we would get married. I never had a dream like that. So. That's true. You had a dream. You I mentioned that dream. dream. <laughs> you you mentioned you had mentioned that dream before. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I dreamt it a couple of times, not only once. Well, you see. Yeah. Everything you dream comes true. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think this episode is going to be a little bit longer than the others, but I just love those stories because. I think there are some things you need to, to get in detail to. And, um, of course, one of them is what family and friends were thinking, but also what we were thinking. Were we really thinking it through? I mean, were you thinking it through, Mia Yeah, yeah, you could say. I was working towards an end, which was getting us to live together as an international couple sometimes. Like the distance is too long or the time difference or, you know, you just want to spend as much time as possible with that person. Especially waking up next to each other, knowing that, yeah, that will be the case for the next few months and not only for 10 days. But I think it's also a very natural step in international relationships. You know, there's either one or the other That's, end to it. Yeah. Either you go live together. Mm. Or not. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if you are able to manage a long distance relationship for two years or quite quite a time, um, you know already that it's for a longer period of your life and hopefully forever. Um, this is what everyone desiring in such a relationship. And we desire that too. So it was a step to go for. Um, the first time Nacho asked me if I want to marry him without proposing, <laughs> um, I said no. And the second time, and that was after we knew each other already two years, I said yes, because I wanted to live with him and mm -hmm. I knew. Um, so, and so, yeah, um, going back to, to Denmark. Yeah, to Denmark. Um, I checked out what documents were needed to get married in Denmark. It was easy, as I said, uh, the Las Vegas of Europe at that uh, time. And we got an appointment to get married 31st of March 2017 in Sonderborg, which is close to the German border. Only four hours, right? Uh-huh, not even. And I told all my friends and family um, that we'll get married and that if they want to be there, of course, they are more than welcome to join. That was six weeks before we actually got married. And at that point, I had no idea 
how many people are actually going to be able to be part of the ceremony and the celebration afterwards. And what happened was that maybe five days before we got married, Nacho flew to Germany from Miami. Yeah, Germany. And then we went together to together together basically with Tina's uh, family in the north of Germany. I didn't expect for so many people to be willing to join so spontaneous because they actually also had to get days off and um, arrange everything to drive to Denmark. Um, but one day before we got married, we booked two houses. My mom helped us a lot. Um, she was very patient with me because I was about to drive crazy. I, I really didn't know where my head was at some points. I really tried to concentrate. I couldn't. And uh, she she was <laughs> basically, after a specific point, planning everything because I couldn't anymore. It was just too much. Um, but once that was arranged, we drove to Denmark with four cars. Um, we arranged everything there. Um, friends of mine from Munich and from Austria came. Um, a while later, the rest of the group arrived little by little. We uh, ate together, um, we shedded, we drank a little bit. And um, yeah, the next day we were supposed to get married. And I don't know how you felt about it. Um, I knew that we would get married, but at that point it still felt like getting together with family and friends. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. This is the first part of how we got to the big day. Thank you so much. And if you're not following us yet on Instagram, our handle is International Love Story. Facebook, it's International Love Story as well. And in our next episode, we'll talk about the big day and preparations everything we did and how we celebrated and why we were almost too late or we were too late on our big day stay tuned kisses ciao Besitos. Tschüss.